Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. Welcome to the Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. My name is Brendan Bonsack. 3CR broadcasts from the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sovereignty was never ceded. This is stolen land. 3CR pays our respects to elders past, present and into the future. If Christmas is your thing, we hope you're having a peaceful one. As an antidote, perhaps to our terrible Christmas cracker jokes, today we have a feast of live poetry recorded at the Melbourne Spoken Word Prize on December 7th this year. In partnership with Yarra Libraries, the 2019 prize was held at the Collingwood Town Hall to a large and enthusiastic crowd. Tabani Schumer took home the big prize, as well as the convener's choice and the people's choice. You can hear his performance in the podcast of the show aired a couple of weeks ago. Uh, just go to 3cr.org.au forward slash spoken dash word. But today, here is part two, with a selection of some of the 25 performers at the 2019 MSW Prize. Please enjoy. Welcome our very first competitor. Please give her a huge round of applause, Jasmine Sensi. Mama, can you hear me? It's been eight years since I last heard your voice and I no longer know what your yells sound like or how my name rolls off your tongue like a poison you gave birth to. Mama, your house is an empty museum, couches from our first home. The colour is worn and faded like the wrinkles on your face the years have placed there. You don't look much different, older, and I wonder if the world has been kind to you. Another wedding ring on your finger, one bigger than the last, and I meet the man who took my place as a love of your life. And he pretends like you are capable of such feelings. I wonder if your screens haunt this house like you haunt me. Mama, can you see me? The little girl you left out on the porch, bags packed. You say, wow, your hair is so different now, so long. I want to say, yeah, that's a funny thing. Time passes, it didn't freeze me in the place you left me, a scared little girl. But that girl... She knocks on my ribcage and reminds me that I am still her. So I laugh and say, yeah, that's what eight years will do. It will change you, Mum. And Mama, can you hear that? The scared little girl knocking on my ribcage begging for me to forgive you. I'm sure that you can because your eyes do the talking and I think they are asking me the same thing. Instead, I tell you I take my coffee black, tell you how dairy makes my stomach turn, and you say that once upon a time I had a stomach of steel. Mama, once upon a time I had you and you knew me. Now I am a stranger sitting across from you, mimicking the daughter that you once knew. And Mama, I would sell my soul to the devil if it meant you had the willpower not to pour that bourbon into your veins at 10am. And Mama, it confuses me because you don't look like a monster from here way the sun shines on your face or the jokes you make with your husband. I remind myself that even a cat is a monster to a mouse. Mama, can I ask you a question? Do you regret it? Leaving me? 
Do you regret holding their hand over your heart and pledging allegiance to the last man I called dad because I was the first day you knew you had to leave me out on the curb? And mama, tell me you regret it. Tell me you were sorry that you never came even when my hands had fistfuls of hair in them. My bones only knew the ache of pain. But mama, let me remind you that even a cat is a monster to a mouse. But mama, you're not the cat nor the mouse. Mama, you are the wolf. The wolf that lures Little Red Riding Hood out, shoots a bear, drops it in the middle of the forest, backpacked, abandoned. Mama, can you hear that? The cries of the little girl you left. Mama, do you hear me? So uh, our next really beautiful competitor is Maya Pusilic. Long roads that lead to nowhere, dead kangaroos, petrol stations with no food. Old churches that have few visitors, musicians that you've met become inquisitive. Sweaty and underslept, I've come home from traveling and I haven't dealt with reality or my family. My life is out of balance again and I'm worried that things are starting to slip through the cracks because I don't realize how much energy I'm exerting when I love working. My period was late but I knew it was coming because I cried in yoga and the instructor hugged me. So even when I don't have it all together, it's nice to know people still love me. I think being young is about having fun and learning from it because today I found out I have HPV but I don't feel deserving of it because the sex wasn't worthy of it. (laughs) I thought that when I stopped being emotional and crazy that that's when someone would love me but this is always going to be me and I'm looking at her face to face and I love what I see. Because you can't have emotional and crazy without resilience and empathy. And you can knock me down so many times, but this cat has more than nine lives. I always thought love involved some form of suffering, but I'm starting to think that it's when both people think they're equally as amazing. And the war of egos is finally ending because he stopped flirting with me when he remembered his girlfriend was real. So is it even cock-blocking if he's still looking? I don't think you can have two attention seekers in a relationship, so does that mean I have to settle for boring and unspontaneous? He said he treated me better than the last girl, but was that really a good measure? And she told me I got polycystic ovaries when my dad left the country, so is that the last time he'd abandoned me? I love summer because that's when people are more naked and I identify with my horoscope. I think that when we're hurting, we want to blame others because we feel alone in our suffering, but really they're feeling with us simultaneously. And I believe guardian angels are real because a woman got out of her car to pray with me when she saw me in agony. So how could I fully dismiss God seeing me? I learned to drive manual because I have penis envy. And now I'm worried about flirting the same way I got parking fines because if he's got a girlfriend, he should probably give me a sign. And he told me I seemed a little stressed, a little lost, 
but he underestimated the power of my vulnerability because no one has it all together. We're all messy. Christine Burroughs is coming up now. Clap loudly, please. A terrible dark angel with flame dripping wings stalked her across eons, infected her with forked fire, squeezed life from her body, thought from her mind, so she fought. Fever was a technicolour valley of shadow, in septic surrender each second, an eternity. Fear lost its febrile foothold, its gasp for air. Three times forty nights, she burned feet in hell, heads spread across many heavens. Molten lava for blood, solar plexus the compass point of an always setting sun. Earth turned, weeks passed like years, her long thin arms stretched out on a cross that all must bear. Thorns stabbed her veins, vinegar wet her lips, bile poured from her, stained her white gown deathly yellow. Somewhere, metal crashed, crumpled, crushed eager life from a laughing youth. Tired surgeons cut organs, stitched vessels, catastrophe stitched a holy tryst. Her burden lifted by a tear-drenched gift, forever honoured, forever indebted. The dark angel pulled forth a flaming sword, sunk it deep into earth's crust, soaked it soft with blood, seared the torn artery, the vessel sealed a sacred contract. She awoke with huge stapled wounds, horrid and splendid. Facebook posts spoke of miracle, medical marvel, gratitude, but language had no words, while a shattered family chose favourite songs and funeral photos. Home a week later, taking unsteady steps, sunshine pressed on her skin, her starving skin. A kookaburra cried from a high eucalypt, the Grevillea's pink spindles, its rough spikes, reached out, naked, new, rebirthed. She had nothing. She had everything. The sun above, the warm earth, kissing her soft feet. Yet in the flame tree's twitching shadow, the dark angel stood silent sentinel. Shadow, alluring shadow, Dark dapple, fleet subtle tricks of light. On the edge of night, the borders of dawn and twilight, she lives for two, she lives twice.
is Christine Burrows. Amazing. 3CR is about community, and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills, or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. is giving our prolific programmers a well-earned break. Check out the Summer Grid at 3cr.org.au forward slash summer specials. Welcome back to the Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. My name is Brendan Bonsack. Merry Christmas, if that's your thing. Today we're playing excerpts from the 2019 Melbourne Spoken Word Prize which was recorded at the Collingwood Town Hall on December the 7th. The next person you're going to see is Christopher James White. Hello. Welcome to your new account. Today, you'll experience the awesome breadth and depth of our network, including all the exciting new features of OS version 12.6.1. But first, to ensure the best possible user experience, we need to ask you a few questions and take a few biometric markers. If you should ever lose your password, we may ask you these questions to confirm your identity and ensure you are a genuine, organic human consciousness. Let's begin. What is your mother's maiden name? What was the name of the first primary school you attended? What was the last name of your best friend at that primary school? What was the first album you spent your own money on? Think of your favorite track. Who does it bring you back to? Who was the first person to ever kiss you? And who was the last person to break your heart? Where were you when you last cried? Do you often cry for no reason at all? When you hear a group of strangers laughing, do you ever become paranoid that perhaps they are laughing at you? <laughs> Have you ever found yourself to pick a fight with someone close to you to test if they still care for you? What overwhelmingly important habit have you failed over and over again to stick to? Do you ever get the sense that perhaps you have still yet to and may never figure out life in the way others around you so obviously have? <laughs> Thank you. We have saved your answers for security and to improve customer experience. Please see our user agreement. Your privacy is important to us. You need no longer be afraid. We have all the answers you seek. Simply type your inquiry into the search bar. If you should become overwhelmed with the sense that you are lost in the world, relax. Allow us to guide you. Just turn on GPS. <laughs> Push thoughts of endings out of your mind. Every night, we perform automatic backups of your neurodata via your mind spear 
so you never have to worry about losing a special memory. At Adekunle Industries, now is forever. We work tirelessly, squirreling away every precious bit of you, hiding them from the slide of time, keeping them safe on our servers from the otherwise inevitable math of the universe. At Adekunle Industries, we believe in the value of a customized user experience. Because we are not a company, we're a family. <laughs> and with family, it is okay to not know what you want from life. Because we've not yet told you. <laughs> Congratulations. Welcome to your new account. Let's get started. And our next poet, big round of applause for the poet who's going to be starting our second half, Damon Grillich. Welcome to Suburbia, where rows of dreams get buried. It's more like a cemetery. They got me digging holes on a foundation of treachery and apathy, then filling them with concrete for my trophy. When I'm gone, this will be my legacy. Come with me. I enter through the doorway with anxiety all pent up inside me. Oh, this could be yours one day. Just be what I am, a cyborg income generator. Ask me later what my aspirations paid for. I'm still mainly human, but I'm changing muscles, flexing wires in my skin, peeling back, revealing holes in me. They're gaping, itching to be filled with my addictions. iPhone 20, masturbation. This is my own hole. I'm in control, but they provide the discontent on screens insinuated into my dark soul, which is something I sold long ago, so I'd fit in. Now I'm just hollow. I got room inside to wallow in. I'm home now, dear. Pour me a beer. I live off fear and envy, idolizing this machinery. It's becoming me. This is scary. I don't care, though. I'm so happy. I got all the things I know I need. I know I need this. Watch me bleed. Watch me replace my own humanity with rows of plastic trees and bags of groceries filled with disease and MSG. I'll swallow if it's gluten-free. Just don't complain. They'll call you crazy. No, I feel totally sane. It's not a drain to wake up every day pulled from my dreams by small machines. But I keep forgetting where I've been. Because the future's always making noise like nails on chalkboards, scratching clauses. That's my mortgage. I'm a hostage. There's no surprise behind these doors. Just more suburban sprawl, neat rows of brick walls, car parks full of four-by-fours that yearn for more than just a short crawl down the shops and pickups from school. I hear the cries from four-wheel drives. I empathise. 
What have their lives become? A stack of lies. I'm numb just like them. I've become a mule to transport some ideal that's never realized. It isn't real. How do I feel? Steamrolled, compromised. Who's driving my life? I don't think I'm all right. I think I might have lost it. I think I'm lost this maze of places, lanes and closes, ways. These roads have tangled my brain. A microcosm of what's really happening. I'm just a cog in this sick machine, man. I'm not even human. What is it that I've become? An off-road vehicle? It's like to bitumen I'm going to ask you guys to applaud for another poet I think you all know how it works by now Lauren Steinberg's coming up go nuts Some days, I think about going on social media and asking, does anyone else feel like utter shit today? I'm afraid to do anything in case I somehow make it worse, like there's a rabid dog in my room and I don't want to set it off. It's snarling in the corner now, just don't move. As if I need the confirmation. But I know people feel like shit. They're not fooling anyone. Memes about Fridays and Mondays and the horror. Posts about wine. Memes about going off your diet, cheating on your diet, hating your diet, hating yourself because you ate a taco. I thought tacos were healthy. There's nothing healthy anymore. Posts making jokes that all sound like dropping a small amount of loose change into a very, very deep well. We are spending ourselves... Like everything I read online is a hindbrain screaming, I hate this, but I'm doing it anyway. Whee! We all know we're being manipulated, but play along like it's a game of peekaboo or gotcha nose, and we're actually looking forward to the bit where somebody in authority screams, fooled you, and everything is okay again. Maybe it is just me, but I'm beginning to think we're all deeply unsatisfied, not just because we are told to be blink and you'll miss the news that's buried in your feed. But because we are told the world is entirely out of our control, people will kill people and people will hate, the world is going to go up in flames and then get covered in ice, everything is going extinct and there are people out there who still think the planet's flat and vaccines are deadly. We're all becoming more cynical every day, misogyny and racism and every flavour of hate and rage are creeping out from under beds and taking to the streets and somehow they've got weapons. And there is a rabid dog snarling in the corner of every room and someone decided to let them do the talking for us. Don't move, and it might not see you as a threat. And it's all completely out of our control, so focus on yourself, on what you can control. Buy a new bra that hides how fat you are or how flat you are. Buy this new shaver and try this new diet. How about this video game to distract you from how hungry you are? You grow food and sell it in a supermarket. We built a fictional world for you to get your sense of purpose here. Spend real-world money to make progress and then feel guilty because you spent more than you budgeted for. Ignore the way your guilt now acts as a leash. Say something glib. Pause for irony. It's all displacement activity and diversionary loose change falling to the bottom of a very deep well and we are spending ourselves on the belief that this is all the control we have and it is meaningless. And this pattern of spend for temporary relief becomes addictive and we can't just stop fingers scrabbling at the bottoms of our pockets one last bit of change. And we wear a hole right through. And I know this applies to me. And it might apply to you, and I know this is a lockstep, and it's so hard to move any other way. It's becoming compulsive now, 
The well is always empty. I'm just listening for the clink. My fingers are scrabbling for loose change and I wake up and I feel like utter shit and wonder is it just me? And I know it isn't. And there are so many better ways to spend ourselves. And now before your hands get cold, I want as much noise as you can muster for Yelchi Fanoy. Thank you. Isn't this a great venue? Lots of love to everyone. Did you see those beaches disappear on TV? The pounding waves on the rocks, unrelenting seas. A little voice says, wait, the world will take care of itself. A little voice says, wait, amplified nothingness, senseless repetition. The economy is supposed to take care of itself. Society is going to take care of itself Poverty-stricken people sleeping on plastic sheeting. Blame the refugees. They're taking your jobs away. You can sleep in the streets. Dream face to face. Love heart to heart. Disappear at night into one's luggage. The world shrunk to it. Dream-sized pillow, no place to call one's own. Head to head, fingers to keys, a world of digital toys, body language. Fist to fist, arm to bat, hand to ball, find somebody who knows somebody who knows. It feels good to hug a football Mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. Painted into a corner. Painted into a corner, not letting go. It's a form of torture without a name. And holding on, not letting anyone down. The humbled shoulders and driven there. The language hurts the crying eyes. Someone holding on to something. Not letting go. Without a name, not letting anyone down and driven there. The crying eyes, not letting go, not letting anyone down. The crying eyes, not letting anyone down, not letting anyone down. Painted into a corner, not letting go. It's a form of torture without a name and holding on, not letting anyone down. The humbled shoulders and driven there, the language hurts the crying eyes. Someone holding on to something. It's a form of torture, not letting anyone down. The language hurts. It's a form of torture. It's a form of torture. Painted into a corner, not letting go. It's a form of torture without a name and holding on, not letting anyone down. The humbled shoulders and driven there, the language hurts the crying eyes. Someone holding on to something without a name and driven there without a name. Thank you.
You've been listening to The Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. Tune in every week at 9am on Thursday or download past shows at your leisure, if you've got a lot of leisure, from 3cr.org.au forward slash spoken dash word. Today we've been playing excerpts from the 2019 Melbourne Spoken Word Prize recorded on December 7th this year. For information about spoken word gigs in Melbourne, visit www.melbournespokenword.com. I am Brendan Bonsack. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>